Hello, friends. Welcome to the CNBC podcast, where we explore how Jesus is at work in and around our world. Calvary Monument Bible Church is a body of Christ called by Jesus to love, live, and lead for God's glory, desiring to grow in a greater love for God and a greater love for those He places in our pathways. If you would like to learn more about the ministry of Calvary Monument Bible Church, we would invite you to check us out online at www.calvarymonument.org. I'm Pastor Chris Lenhart, and joining us today is one of our own CNBC family members, Wade Schaefer. Wade lives in paradise with his wife, Denise, and together they have three children. Jesus has worked through Wade's life in some amazing ways. A number of years ago, after receiving the difficult diagnosis of multiple sclerosis, Wade determined that he would honor the Lord in the midst of his affliction. Jesus had, has given Wade a, a powerful ministry of encouragement, both in his daily writing and in the regular patterns of his visitation ministry. Today, Wade will share his testimony with us and talk about how Jesus has worked in and through him to be a light and source of encouragement to others. Jesus is at work. Let's hear what he's up to. Wade, I want to thank you so much for being on the CNBC podcast with us today. As we begin, could you just kind of shape out for us how you first came to know Jesus? When did you first uh, become a follower of Christ? When it was that? Well, that would have been when I was going out with my girlfriend at the time, and she threw the old ultimatum out there. You got to know this Christ because this uh, unequally yoked uh, business won't work, she said. And she's a born-again person. So that threw a curveball at me that I never was facing before. So about that time when I was 25 years old, I uh, had a little chat with Pastor Reed, and he said about uh, accepting the Lord, and I went down that route. And uh, hopefully I've had, because I've had a lot of bumps since then. So, <laughs> Yeah, we all face those bumps and those experiences. And uh, I think it's a wonderful thing when the Lord wakes us up and redirects us and, and calls us to his purposes. And one of the interesting uh, things that you've had to face in your life is MS. And so many of us have no idea what it's like to live uh, with MS. Could you share a little bit about what MS is and what it's like to live with MS? Well, it's like when your your brain saying that sends a wave, a brain wave down to wherever to pick your feet up or you know, don't touch a hot plate or do anything like that. Well, then your your body, it sees this brain wave coming as an outside intrusion, and it fights it off. So I got to keep thinking when I come to a flight of steps to pick my feet up, pick my feet up, pick my feet up. Or, uh, gee, or there's a low, fly, a low beam, and I got to duck my head or bang my head into it. I got to teach myself to do that because my brain automatically wants, wants to send them uh, signals out, but they just aren't getting through. So hmm. Interesting. So when you wake up in the morning, probably a routine that you need to go through to get up and get moving and things like that? Every day. It's waiting right beside my bed. Uh, I might feel okay when I'm laying in bed, but as soon as my feet hit the floor, it's... Uh, is a challenge just getting one foot in front of the other. Mm. How has your faith in the Lord 
informed this season of your life? Since you've been diagnosed with MS, you, 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 um, you've had many times where you've had discussions with God and questions with God. And how has your faith informed Oh, this it's a tough one because the Lord and I, we have some discussions mm-hmm. that's not so sweet because I, I have a tough time with him because he always has the last word <laughs> and i i do i battle with the lord uh, and i think i'm a poor witness when it comes to him but that's mainly between him and i mm. i seem to shake out off when i'm out with the public yeah. and most people say well wade you're looking good today i'm thinking wow they mm. just don't see me when i'm by myself mm. hmm. that's amazing and I think it, it you point on something there that is is so directly related to your ministry because I feel that one of the one of the ministries that the Lord has certainly brought to you and one of the gifts that you have given to the community and to the public is this ministry of encouragement that you started and, and I don't even know when so so talk to us about the very beginnings of this ministry of encouragement of your attitude of thankfulness in this season. Where did that start? How did you start that? That start, oh gee, that could have been uh, right back as soon as my one son was born. He was born with a heart problem. Mm-hmm. And uh, and one of his surgeries up in Hershey, I asked to borrow a friend's uh, laptop to, so I can do a play-by-play on one of the one of the surgeries and she said instead of doing that why don't you write what you're thankful for and I said I can certainly do that and I can do it for the rest of the year not thinking this was February when I made this discussion uh, this agreement and it's been 10 years ago and I very seldom miss a day of it and there seems to be loads of people that like to uh, listen to what I say and I'm thinking wow it's the Lord I'm just I'm just a person that he has dealt his hand to. Uh, like with this MS, it came within the uh, same year I was diagnosed with colon cancer. Mm. And uh, and now since then, the, I'm a heart attack survivor, uh, diagnosed with diabetes. Uh, mm. But yeah, I still visit people. Oh, I can't now because we got to wear our mask all the time. But anyhow. Yeah. This has been, it's been an incredible ministry. And before all of this, would you have said that you were a writer? No. I, uh, wow. How did I start this? Now, this, I wasn't born in a, a church going group, not at all, our family. And, uh, then I got the, and the Lord has put me in such places that, only he could have done. There is no way I would have thought, even like through the 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 school shooting in Nickel Mines, mm. I got to a spot where my old boss would say, "Wait, let's go out and meet and have devotions with the kids from the school." Mm. And I thought, "Wow!" Now there, the whole world was his eyeballs was on Nickel Mines, mm. and I'm in a spot where no other uh non Amish guy has is gonna be and here I am. The Lord puts me in a spot like that. And uh so And and now I, I wanna grab this and I know our audience isn't gonna see this, but I'll just explain what I have here. Now um 
here we have you're an author essentially i mean we have we have a book here um related to this ministry of encouragement that the lord has given you talk about how the lord has used this i mean this is really quite impressive it is i there's a lot of people i've given that to my uh father and mother-in-law and they've said they use it for a devotional I don't know. Uh, that's just just my life and how I I'm thankful every day when I wake up, and 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 then it you know as long as you wake up you should be thankful of something. Mm. And and I reach so many people that all I know is I take my one finger for a walk over the keyboard because that's how I was. Well, I wasn't taught that way, but that's how I learned it. Mm. And uh, well, I want to read one uh, because. They are so encouraging. This is from June 22nd, 2018. You said this, I'm thankful that almost everything that I, as a believer, hold dear has to do with the invisible. In fact, the great truths of my faith involve things that I can't see, God, Jesus, and eternity. Yet by faith, I know that God exists. Jesus was raised from the dead, and heaven is real. It's like the shine that comes on a quarter that's been in my pocket. I can't see where the shine comes from, but I believe that I'll have the most shiniest 25-cent piece when I get rid of it, unless it finds a hole and I lose it first. That's another thing about my faith and the love of Jesus. It can't be lost because of some torn stitches, but it's good for life, and for this I am thankful. God was and remains a great tailor. I love that. That is beautiful. When he wove us together before we saw the light of day, before we were born, praise the Lord. This is a gift, Wade. It really is. I just, I look back at that and I can't believe that that came out of <laughs> this person sitting here because it just seems... Uh, just too much but uh, if people gain something out of that that's a great that's uh and if one person could enter the gates of heaven from reading that well then that's that's uh that's a plus there absolutely yeah and i think as as i've been able to experience your posts and read your your post. One of the uh, ways that the Lord uses them in my life, more often than not, I find myself in a difficult position. And, you know, the Lord is in control of what comes up on my social media feed. And more often than not, when I need encouragement, your page is one of the first ones that I go to. And uh, I'll just be honest with you. Um, it's been an incredible ministry. And I'm, I'm so thankful that you in this have been willing to allow the Lord to work through you. I mean, some become bitter. Some become resentful. But you've turned that upside down. Going the opposite way with it. I am. I'm, uh, wow. I don't know how to respond to that. I just, I feel as though the Lord could use anybody else. I shouldn't waste this life of mine by not talking about because I love to talk and I like to uh, uh, he could have chose anybody else mm-hmm. but he chose me mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. well along with this ministry of encouragement that you have there's another ministry that you are very gifted in that the Lord has called you to that 
I I see is kind of following very closely behind this ministry of encouragement, and it's really the ministry of visitation. And before we dive into that and, and how you actually perform that ministry, talk a little bit about uh, ministries, uh, visitation in general is, is kind of an intimidating thing for folks. Why do you think it's hard uh, for visiting today in, in today's culture and world? I mean, apart from COVID and those realities, uh, why do you think it's hard for us to do visiting? I have no idea. I think it's tough when, say, I got to park on the roof of the hospital mm-hmm. and walk down and all the doors that you come to and I'm on my scooter and every door you got part a pool toward you, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, wow, and this is difficult to pull toward you with you sitting on a scooter. That's mm-hmm. difficult. Then you get inside. Then every door is always backwards. Mm-hmm. And but I go ahead and do that just cause I feel as though I get as much out of visiting as I hopefully help with people I visit. Uh, I spend so much time in my life uh being in a hospital bed either that or with my son who's had uh five open heart surgeries so i know what it's like to have to stay in that thinking bed and uh it's not the best thing but uh but so many people they enjoy my being there and uh it's some things aren't nice sometimes it might be in at hospice mm-hmm. and uh and uh you go and you might meet somebody that uh geez, and they're right just short of reaching eternity uh so a lot of times i'm there and i might even have to go out and pray in my car with the tears mm-hmm. and uh so but the lord's put me in that spot for whatever reason yeah well, it continues this ministry of encouragement that you have. And I think what's what's interesting is you and I have had time to talk and, and share a little bit about this. You don't just visit people that you know well. You're even open to visiting strangers or people maybe you only met once or twice. I've called church because I can't get a hold of them. They don't spin the book around at the hospital to tell me who's there. And I was told one time, well, some, one of uh, our ladies from church she was in a bus accident uh, that she's going to be in the hospital so i go in the hospital search her down and she just got in her room and i didn't know never met this lady and she uh, i stick my head in the door and said am i in the right room well certainly you are wade i'm thinking and i didn't never, never met her and uh so uh, we had a good chat there and I usually try to pray for these people, pray with them when I pay a visit with them, and just try to calm the savage beast that's Mm -hmm. in all of us. Mm. There may be people listening today that have felt a a tinge to maybe be involved in visitation in some way and going and doing this ministry, but they've um, maybe avoided it because... uh, they're intimidated. Maybe they fear being um, with someone they don't know in that environment, or uh, maybe they just uh, fear the unknown of what that might be like being in a room. What words of encouragement would you have that may help those folks take that next step if they've been waiting? Uh, it's, uh, it's a tough one because I, I usually pray on the way in 
and I don't know if people just see what kind of condition I'm in. I'm usually on a, a walker or a scooter, I should say. And they see me coming and, wow, I just shake that off because I, I don't know these people. You get past the, the nurses that might flag you down. Uh, and I hear all kinds of things. You know, I go to these uh, nursing homes. And, uh, and this is when I had my walker. And I'd be walking uh, down the hallway and these nurses will stop me. And, uh, and they'll say, sir, can we help you back to your room? Hmm. And I think, wow, that's uh, that's happened more than once. But I uh, got over that. I uh, I know this is no picnic I have, but uh, the Lord knows what my heart's all about. Mm, absolutely. Wow. I wonder if you have a testimony that you could share with us, maybe of a, of a time that visiting somebody was such a blessing to you or a time that you remember one of your visits that uh, you remember was so encouraging to you or maybe was so difficult but then as you thought about it was so encouraging uh, you know without naming names in the situation would you have a, a, a time that you went on a visit and you were just so blessed coming out that that it was definitely you knew it was the work of the Lord in that well I visited a, 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 a father of a friend of mine he was in the hospital and uh, we thought he was getting better and uh, and I was there because his his wife couldn't get in there. She wasn't used to driving into Lancaster, and so I paid a visit with him for the longest time. He was telling me these things. I'm thinking, well, I'm sure he never he never says this to his own family, and uh, but uh, but then I got a phone call later one day that he had passed away, which mm. was a surprise. And uh, so I had to do a little talk at the funeral of that, and I got up and talked, and uh, and I was fine until I looked down at the at the wife mm. and the two sons who were friends of mine, and boy, I just lost it. Mm. And then the one son gets up. And had to console me at this time. I'm thinking, wow. Mm. That seemed like a, that was a real backwards thing. Here I am trying to, you know. Mm. So, I'm not a professional speaker, as you guys have found out. But I do think that somewhere in my life that I could be an inspirational speaker. I really mm. do believe that mm. with... Uh, with these things that have been placed in front of me and what uh, the Lord has put me at. so Sure. This is absolutely uh, an example of how our stories can be used of the Lord to motivate and encourage other people to grow. And I wonder, as, as you walk in these ministries the Lord called you to, ministries of encouragement, ministries of visitation, who have been the stabilizing forces and presence in your life, other than the Lord? Who are the people that he's brought into your life that have kept you encouraged to do these ministries? Well, this could have been uh, my wife's grandmother. Mm -hmm. uh, she's no longer with us, but uh, I've spent so much time. I know she lived right next door, and I'd go over there, and, and Denise said, Well, one thing about you go for a visit with Graham, it's like, 
you might not come back. <laughs> and I'm thinking, but we talked and we talked. And uh, so, uh, and I had a good Stephen minister here at church. Yeah. Uh, now he's no longer, he's with the Lord now. Mm. And uh, mm. and he would say, you know, we'd meet sometimes on Saturday morning and do our uh, prayer meeting. And he would say, Wade, you pray in such a way that uh, I just don't understand. And I'd say, I don't know why you wouldn't understand it. I'm just talking to a friend. Mm. Mm. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's interesting to me that when the Lord calls us to a ministry, he normally surrounds us with people that can help us grow into that and encourage us to continue when we face difficult times. And, and I'm sure... Um, as you've walked through this season with MS, there have been days that uh, have been more difficult than others for you to get up and to go. And yet when the Lord is calling, you just do it. You do it. I, uh, wow, I just don't know how to touch that. I uh, have, uh, I know people only see me on my good days. When I have bad days, nobody sees me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I might sit at home and I do more bawling than anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Lord keeps getting me through this. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know at times you're not supposed to, you know, beat on the Lord. But he knows my heart. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, one time I got off my mower down in the woods. And I, had to, uh, get, I couldn't get back on the mower. And it was a couple hundred feet to the house. And I had to uh, crawl up on my hands and knees and the skin on my knees is like sort of on the thin side. And, you know, you're supposed to always praise the Lord. I can tell you one thing. I was not praising the Lord. But uh, he knows my heart. And uh, I know I keep repeating that. Yeah. But uh, he never gives up on me as much as I sometimes look for a bus to throw him under. Mm. But uh, he's... Uh, I just know... That's one thing in my life I never think about is dying or, you know, uh, you know, I fall a lot, which is, you know, that's another MS thing. All of a sudden you're not standing any longer and you can't get back up on the, up on your feet. And I've spent hours on the floor waiting for somebody to come home. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. but I don't know if the Lord keeps me down so I don't fall again or... Uh, I often think, does he, uh, I don't know. I'm not in the, mind, in the Lord's reading of his mind because <laughs> he's got a, uh, I think I'm a handful, but he's a, a good hand to be full of. So that's, that's thank good. you. That's good. What's next? I mean, you've, you've done some, some writing. You've, uh, continued this ministry of visitation. Have you? wrestled with the Lord at all or thought about some things that may be next for you? Might there be another book coming forth? Might there be uh, other things down the road that that he's laid on your heart that you might be pursuing? Well, I've been doing this thankfulness every day for 10 years. There were a couple of days missing, and I'd like to have them all put on one book. So I I know that's coming. Uh, Oh, wow. And... uh, I know I'm a chaplain at my fire company, mm, so I get that. the 
and I'm meeting a, a congregation there, on a congregation, but at church, at the fire company, with a lot of the Amish around. So I'm kicking that can around of people that have a uh, that uh, has allowed me into their uh, different life mm. that they have, and uh, so I deal with that as well. And that's sort of how I, you know live and uh your heart remains obedient and you're open to the lord's future direction that's what it sounds like i am i'm at peace i'm mm. at peace with this life uh, that i know when i take my final last breath that i'll have a perfect body and uh and I do think, do I have a special spot with the Lord? I have no idea, but I think uh, being he's in the recreation business, <laughs> that he'll have his work cut out with me, but I'm a firm believer that he'll have it done. Do you have a word of encouragement for those who might be listening today just to kind of conclude our time together, maybe a challenge or a a closing thought, something that, that may be, um, you know, uh, something that's resonated with you and might resonate with our listeners. Just that do some visiting. Mm. It's so often I sit at home with nobody around and, uh, and I like to talk and, uh, well, I just don't know what else to say. Mm. I sure I don't get out to church now a whole lot. Because uh, my bad days, and it's so easy to miss the after you miss the first day of church mm. to miss it the next week and the next week and the next week. And I can always use this MS as a uh, crutch to say this is the reason I'm staying at home. And uh, so I'm trying my best to uh, not lead my family down the whole of that excuses mm. and that's all they are it's just an excuse mm. so get out there if the lord prompts your heart to go visit someone go visit someone uh and uh if if folks have questions about visitation and about what you do and maybe how you kind of lay out a visit when you go or uh how you determine who you're going to visit uh would it be okay if they reached out to you to ask oh you my questions? goodness i got uh, certainly, I think I got more excuses than not not to visit, mm -hmm. but uh, I guess it's just the Lord's push that that keeps me going out the door. And uh, for I know one of these days, uh, Mister Wheelchair will be my way of getting around, and I'm trying to stay out of that. And I'm uh, uh, just. Hmm. trying my best to and I realize at times people will say the Lord this or the Lord that and I'll say well the Lord I don't know has he been around me the whole time maybe he's made the perfect mistake here hmm. that he don't make mistakes well maybe he made a perfect one hmm. I don't know that one hmm. And uh, but I'll keep jogging along mm. in my mind anyhow and uh, putting one foot in front of the other and uh, mm. hopefully I can lead people not me lead people but uh, that the Lord allows me to 
be that light that can shine in a dark world. Yeah. Well, keep doing it, Wade. You're you're a, a inspiration and motivation to us. The Lord certainly has used your ministry of encouragement and ministry of visitation to motivate and encourage the saints. And uh, if if any who are listening today would like to to be in touch with Wade or ask Wade questions about his ministry of encouragement or his ministry of visitation, uh, he would be happy to answer those questions for you. You certainly can email us here at Calvary Monument, cnbc at calvarymonument.org, and we'll make sure that those questions get to Wade. Wade, thanks so much for your time with us today. Thank you for being willing to open up your heart and to share with us. We really do appreciate it. Thank you very much. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you next time.